0: Uh, check one Check 2 hope you be recording, 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 recording The fourth installment is born in all its glory rocketing forth like a comet on Death perspective I am the ranting leftist Manifesting massive blessings for fans and skeptics Joey Dula He's the narcoleptic insomniac Architect of the conscious raps Coin collecting like laundromats Roman Flux
1: You know what it is?
0: He's the musical connoisseur with the tunes, but they all obscure, but they're beautiful. Provocateur, Izzy the lion?
2: Hey, good morning. How y'all doing up?
0: What up? What up? What up? Yeah, yeah. How we doing, fellas? Had a long night last night, man. Had a long night last night. Man. I feel mm-hmm. you. I feel you. What, uh, t- tell me something. Tell me something good, there, Izzy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> man. Long night. I Ain't night. Everybody, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you, brother. Huh? <laughs> I had a fat-ass carton of eggnog last night, man, and I like wow. lactose intolerant.
3: Oh, no. god.
0: <laughs> so
2: so, so ain't, ain't nothing good right now. bro. Oh, no.
0: We got to take some <laughs> breaks. We got to take some breaks. That, I can that, edit it out if we need
1: to. So. <laughs> some good memories on you, Izzy. You uh, like,
2: man. Oh, man. I put whiskey in it, so I don't even remember too much, man. It was, it was oh, just a bad man.
0: night. Oh, that's the it was worst. just a bad night. Oh man, you probably got <laughs> that. You probably got the, the liquor guts too, huh? The, yeah. No, it's, it's everything. It's
1: everything. What, are you sipping something right now, like a warm cup of milk or something? <laughs> no, I got a warm cup. Right.
0: That's hey, the worst. And, and to
2: make and to make it worse, man, I'm sitting in my car right now, so I'm sweating like a.
0: <laughs> like a hog. Oh bro. god.
2: Yeah, it's it's bad. The whole car smell like liquor right now. It's, oh my god. I'm going Oh <laughs> Your boy's going out B A D, man.
0: You damn bad, bro. You damn bad. <laughs> Flux, what's good with you this yeah. week?
1: I tell you what, man.
0: Mm. You
1: always ask what's good. I, I never know what to say, but right before you when you asked Izzy, my answer came to me. Today I normally work all week and then I pick up on Saturday. Today I didn't this week I didn't pick up on Saturday. Yeah. And I slept in. Mm-hmm. I got to say, man, sleeping in is good. That's the jam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, feeling like I'm getting well rested, you know? That's like, always good. Like uh, Izzy over here talking about getting snuffed up off some eggnog. I'm having a couple of drinks right now, right as we speak. And I tell you what, man, I don't feel tired. you.
0: Know?
1: <laughs> you. you got to get that sleep.
0: That's where I said. Joey. Yeah. yeah. What's good? Well, you know, thank you for asking. I had a great <laughs> evening last night. I went to dinner and drinks with a friend. And we went to Mr. Juice in San Francisco, it's a Michelin star restaurant, and we had a nice bottle of Grenache, we had some appetizers, I think we almost had all the appetizers on the menu, and we split split an entree, it was good, then they have a spot upstairs with Mr. Juice, it's called the Moongate Lounge, and the SF Chronicle wrote it up and said that it's the perfect place to end your evening in San Francisco. So we went up there. The ambiance was beautiful. If you guys are ever in the Bay Area in SF, go check out Mr. Juice and the Moon Gate Lounge specifically. They got a nice little balcony where you can see the skyline. Cocktails are amazing. And just had a perfect had a perfect night, man. Nothing nothing went wrong. It was it was great. The conversation was stimulating. Yeah. That, and it put me in that a pretty sounds, good head.
1: That's crazy beautiful.
0: All right, guys. So I have a current event as promised. As promised, I've got a current event this week from the continent of Africa. The story is coming out of the Horn of Africa and out of Ethiopia, specifically the northern portion of Ethiopia, which is a, a region called Tigray. In Tigray, there is a faction that is in control now called the Tigray People's Liberation Front. And they, are the, they were the ruling power in Ethiopia prior to 2018, largely due to U.S. intervention and funding. Uh, the U.S. funded the TPLF. Back in 1993, and used him as a pro- gotcha. proxy actor in the Somalian conflict in 1993. And in 2018, gotcha. the TPLF seized complete control over Ethiopia and their politics. They were working closely with several other political groups, but they seized complete control in 2018. And Abiy Ahmed was elected prime minister in Ethiopia in 2018. Now... Ahmed played a very big role in commercializing Ethiopia. Ethiopia has no minimum wage, right That's very bad for the workers, of course, right. Yeah. And Abi Ahmed allowed a lot of foreign investments, which is a story that you're gonna hear about the entire the entire continent of Africa um just yeah, about over right? and over over and over. They pulled gap into the country. they've got h and m H&M. There's a Volkswagen uh, factory there. Abiy Ahmed was receiving a lot of support from neoliberals and the democratic left wing of our government. Now, under the Ahmed administration, he set a lot of political prisoners free, which is a good thing, right? Right, yeah. And he also fostered a peace deal with Eritrea, which is very big because Eritrea and Ethiopia have been in war and at odds for a very long time. They're enemies, right? Eritrea being just north of Ethiopia. And they were, they were in a very bloody conflict in 1998. I mean, there's continued conflict uh, over, over land disputes right now. And right. Tigray sits right in between Ethiopia and Eritrea. So Tigray is really pretty much the battlefield. It's where things are really popping off. Uh, Abiy yeah. Ahmed received the Nobel Peace Prize because of the peace treaty that he signed with Eritrea. But this mm-hmm. peace treaty made the TPLF very angry. It created a lot of conflict between the Prime Minister and the TPLF. And leaders in the TPLF were speaking out against Abiy Ahmed. And Abiy Ahmed turns around right after right after receiving the Nobel Peace Prize and starts jailing his political oh. opponents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, straight fascism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Ahmed uh, Ahmed also postponed elections um, at the end of 2020 due to the pandemic. This is what he was saying. And Ooh. The Tigrayans decided that they were going to hold elections anyway despite what it is, Ooh. despite his mandate and the things that he had said, right? Yeah. The army of the federal government is called the Ethiopian Defense Force. And this is very important because I might just refer to them as the EDF. And again, listen, I had to do a lot of research for the story, and there's a lot of moving parts here. Um, right. And it's going to be kind of difficult to keep up, I think. Um, but I, I think I laid That's it cool. out pretty, pretty easily. The EDF, the Ethiopian Defense Forces, were just that. They were defense forces, right? especially in Tigray until November of 2020, when the TPLF attacked the EDF and they seized a lot of weapons and territory from the Ethiopian Defense Forces. Wow. Yeah, just days later, there were hundreds of people that were killed in a region called Amhara, just south of Tigray. Mm. And that, it was reportedly um, done by the TPLF. Wow. And this is where the story gets a little, little sketchy and a little confusing. There were federal troops in Tigray it had been reported that they committed horrible human rights abuses there were hundreds of cases of rape that were being reported and cases of soldiers Mm. going from home to home and pulling the men out of the home and going in and raping the women right in attempts to uh, cleanse them ethnically i guess get them pregnant with their seed Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's really disgusting man yeah Uh, they forced thousands of people to flee from their homes A lot of people have fled to the Sudan. There's massive hunger going on in the country because troops from several different sides and several different factions are stopping humanitarian forces and relief groups from going in and getting food to people. The Ethiopian Defense Force and the Eritrean Army are now teaming up and fighting against the TPLF. And, you know, when I say that they're fighting against the TPLF, like, those are the factions that are fighting each other, but the people that are really suffering are the people of Tigray, right? It's the kids, right. it's the women, it's the working-class family that right. is getting shelled. Yeah, they're getting shelled. Their houses are getting destroyed.
2: So let me ask, has the United Nations released any
0: statements? Or there you done? go,
1: that's a good question.
2: Have, have they said anything at all? I mean, I know they're stopping some humanitarian aid, but, I mean... Something you can do, right?
0: So the UN has come out and said that they that this is heartbreaking and that they need the conflict to stop. I I personally don't think that more weapons and more forces in that region are going to be beneficial for anybody involved. I think that what we need is a ceasefire, honestly. And this is me saying this, not the UN. Yeah. Um, I think that sending more troops would be a very bad idea.
2: Yeah, because
0: everyone has an
2: agenda and they're not going to send forces there if there's not money to be made from that venture
0: mm-hmm. well i mean and there's several militias and, and forces that are like they're vying for control in in the region and it's hard to know like who's guilty of what it, to, right, who's
2: right? exactly who's who who has the best you know the country's best interest
0: yeah and mine yeah. right and to make matters worse is there were widespread blackouts at the end of the year and media, like media oh, blackouts, out. communications blackouts, the internet was down, mm. phones were down. So no one really knew exactly what was going on. You were getting first-hand wow. reports that were coming out, but it was very difficult for any kind of journalist to get in there and really figure out what, what exactly was going on on the ground. And there's, right. there's been several reports of rapes, murders, ethnic cleansing, theft, displacement. And again, like I said, a lot of Tigrayans have, have fled to Sudan and outside of the country. And in my opinion, man... I don't think there's any good actors in this region right now. Not the TPLF, not Abiy Ahmed. Right. Not, not That's just...
1: one of the things that I was taking away from it, was yeah. that at one point we were like looking at the TPLF, and then I was like, oh, but look at the other guy too.
0: Yep. To make matters worse, Egypt is also at odds with Ethiopia at the moment. Over, oh, wow. Yeah, what they call the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam. And this dam is being built on the Blue Nile and it's, mm. the Ethiopian government is saying that it's going to give 69 million Ethiopians power. But the Egyptians are arguing that it's going to restrict water to Egypt and to Sudan. Mm. And the Egyptian prime minister just recently threatened a conflict with Ethiopia if the UN doesn't intervene. Ooh. Yeah. And the U.S. also just last year gave Egypt $1.3 billion. So, I mean, it's, it's not going to be any surprise what side we're going to fall on in this disagreement here
1: when you say what side we're going to fall on the u.s sorry
0: what what side the u.s is going to fall
1: on no i i think that's interesting (laughs) that's a conversation for a whole nother day
0: ethiopia is very mineral rich and i know there's no surprise to you guys there's a lot of oil uh, natural gas gold and precious metals specifically precious metals that are needed to fuel what, what they're calling the new industrial revolution the the internet of things certainly you've heard of this the internet of things right mm-hmm. where everything is connected by a bluetooth or to the internet and it's there's cameras and right and yeah it's, it's it's really sad man and there's there's a lot of people that are being displaced a lot of people being murdered a lot of people being hurt
2: think about how desperate of a situation your country is facing for you to relocate to Sudan. Yeah. A country yeah. that's already ridden with drought that has severe water issues, starvation issues, you know. Yeah. Man, that's horrible.
0: Yeah, I mean well, I mean they're in a position now that if they if they don't leave then they they'll probably die. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, death
2: is death is definite.
0: There was a report that I read that said something to the effect of if you were seen outside, you would get shot and killed or beaten. Or... Yeah, raped. Right. I got a coworker that's uh, that's Eritrean, and I really I really wanted to get her perspective on it to see what what she thought, and she agreed that there there are no good actors in that yeah. region right now. Um, that everybody has an ulterior motive, everybody's vying right. for power, and the people are suffering. The people are caught in the crosshairs. If you're a praying person, pray for Tigray and Ethiopia as a whole. If you're not a praying person, then send good vibes. But yes, so next like week I'll, you, I'm gonna come with a, I'll come with another story out of Africa. Um, I was I'm about confident. to say
1: this. I, I like the way you said that. If you're praying for you some pray, if you're not send good vibes, you know.
0: Easy. You got a Easy. you got a current event for us this week, buddy. Yes, sir,
2: I do. This has been covered by the Associated Press, Reuters, and Al Jazeera. You know, we talked about it uh, two episodes ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, about North Korea's missile test mm-hmm. and relations with South Korea. Since the North Korean missile test, Kim jong own sister, Kim Yo-jong, who is a member of the State Affairs Commission, stated that North Korea is willing to continue peace talks with South Korea as South Korea, quote-unquote, drops its hostile stance and convinces the U.S. to drop the economic sanctions. Mm. And that's a direct quote through translation, of course, from Kim Yo-jong. Okay. So she said, quote, What needs to be dropped is the double-dealing attitudes, logical prejudice, bad habits, and hostile stand of justifying their own acts while faulting our just exercise of the right to self-defense. Mm-hmm. And she's speaking directly to South Korea. So all of this kind of comes as actually a bit of good news because it's from Kim Yo-jong, who's usually very critical and unwavering of South Korea and the United States. So Kim Jong-un has said that the sanctions, the coronavirus, and natural disasters that North Korea has been facing are causing the worst ever crisis in North Korea. But you might not think so just by looking at what North Korea has presented. Have y'all seen the videos of the North Korean extreme martial arts? No. Should I be looking this up, bro? You don't have to right now. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, the, at some point today, though. Okay. Please, matter, matter, matter of fact, we'll we'll we'll, go, we'll Shoot go me a link. We'll pay we'll pay some bills. Did you say North go, Korean? North Korean extreme, extreme, extreme martial, martial,
0: arts. martial arts. I gotta see it. Now,
2: if if you if you want to take a second to I think, I you know to watch like... it and respond, it's. <laughs> You you can you can find a, a two three minute clip of it. Okay. It's it's wild. Okay, continue.
0: Wild. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna pump the pump the volume down on my on my phone here. <laughs>
2: so they put on a display where they display a lot of their weapons and display their extreme martial arts. And Kim Jong Un called it Self Defense 2021 to celebrate the 74th anniversary of the Workers Party coming to power. So with the celebration, North Korea displayed a literal showroom of weapons, which included the hypersonic missile that we discussed previously. Hypersonic. Yeah, the hyper, the hypersonic missiles. Oh my and, god! And we know that experts uh, say it'd be hard to shoot down because of the speed. They've got a new cruise missile that flies co- close to the ground. I think this is this is just my personal. I mean, I'm not a literal rocket scientist. The implications of a low-flying cruise missile its a lot harder to detect on radar. And they also have another missile, the Wasong-16, which is one of the world's largest intercontinental ballistic missiles and is possibly capable of carrying multiple nuclear warheads. Again, that's part of their self-defense. It's always labeled that, self-defense 2021, you know, them expressing their right to self-determination and to protect themselves. Extreme martial arts video. Bro, I, if you if you're watching, I'm, it I'm, now, I'm Joey. watching
0: it right now, my guy. And I gotta tell I'm you something. I'm watching it right now. Yo, it's, it's wild, it. homie. Put like his elbow on a cinder block with his fist up, and dude hit yeah. hit his fist with a with a freaking sledgehammer, and his elbow broke the bricks.
2: Yes, this that's, is wild. That's man. Exactly. Bro, those who haven't seen it who might be listening, imagine you as a soldier place your hand over five concrete slabs and your army buddy swings a sledgehammer into your hand.
3: Yeah. crush
2: Crushing the five concrete blocks, you know. You got guys laying on beds of nails getting hit with sledgehammers, dudes laying at right. broken glass. Yeah, man, this is breaking cinder blocks with <laughs> wow, his guy just
1: a guy just ran through cinder blocks with his head, just like with his head. With
2: his head the cinder blocks. And
1: then of man. course, you know,
2: it's throwing kunai is there, immaculate taekwondo, you know, just really superhuman stuff.
0: You know? Man, I had like right. I had like two drinks after midnight last night, and I need two Advil. <laughs> (laughs) Like what? I can't imagine this. I can't imagine this. Back to North Korea and the the actual policy and the missiles. It's strict
2: technicality. uh, The two Koreas are still at war with each other. You know, an armistice was signed, but not a peace treaty. And the armistice just calls for a temporary ceasefire. The same is true for the U.S. as well. North Korea has consistently wanted to sign the peace treaty, but formally end the war for the removal of sanctions and for the improvement of relations with other countries. But as we know, after watching Cheeto Vader, the amigo hater, yeah. you know, <laughs> peace talks are a long way <laughs> off, man. And so, therefore, so is North Korea's denuclearization. Mm. All in all, with North Korea ramping up its weapons, it's maintaining its prohibitions on nuclear and long range weapons directly targeting America, Mm -hmm. that signifies that it could hope for diplomacy with the U.S. in the future. But the language that is being used shows that there is a lot of tension, obviously. And North Korea is putting a lot of force on South Korea to make the U.S. chill out with, with the sanctions and hopefully moving towards where North Korea can... (laughs) <laughs> I, I I don't I don't want to make it sound like I'm DNFing North Korea at all. I'm just saying what North Korea is trying to do. <laughs> right. I, well, absolutely, but no, North Korea is like, "Hey, let us do what we want to do. Tell America to chill out, and leave us be."
0: So I mean, it's, it's my understanding that like there there is and has been food shortages in North Korea. Absolutely. And, yeah, oh, and that yeah. the conditions of North Korea aren't exactly ideal, but that is largely due to the sanctions and the trade policies of the U.S. I mean, it's, it's a, kind of the same thing with, with Cuba. And this is what we do. Yeah. The, the U.S. We, here I go with the we shit again. <laughs> <There's> what, <laughs> this I is what like the U.S. It. does when, when it comes to communist countries. They shut them down in that respect. And that's why communism looks so damn terrible. Oh, you want to go to yeah. a communist country, go visit Cuba? Well, it's got nothing to do with them being communists. It's got everything to do with the fact that there's a trade embargo.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I digress. So do we have any more current events this week?
2: Hold on, I got one more. First. Oh, got one more,
0: th- right? Bonus, material. Th- bonus material.
3: Bonus yeah. material. Right, yeah, right.
2: Again, all the listeners, we appreciate y'all. If y'all listened to last week's episode, you know we discussed France dealing with child abuse in the Catholic Church. All right. Well, looking for more info on the subject, I found information from Courthouse News Service and Al Jazeera. Uh, Last week, a case was brought to the European Court of Human Rights by two dozen, again, two dozen people, who said that they were victims of abusive priests in Belgium. Mm. The 24 plaintiffs, who are all Belgian, French, and Dutch, argued that the Vatican was liable because of the structurally deficient way the Catholic hierarchy covered up cases of priests who raped and molested children for decades. Mm. Before they took their case to the European Court of Human Rights, they went before the Belgian courts. And the Belgian courts ruled that they had no jurisdiction because the Vatican has immunity as a sovereign state. So after the trial, mm-hmm. after another Belgian trial, the 24 plaintiffs took their case to the European Courts of Human Rights, where the European court stated that the Belgian judges were correct in their decision and stated that the victims had not been deprived of their right have access to a court
1: i'm sorry it sounds like the vatican is saying we're our own state we're our own government right we're our own country yes and if that's the case maybe they redirect i mean it sucks that it's that it has to be bureaucratic but maybe they redirect challenge to say hey united nations let's come against this state that is tolerating this level of uh human rights abuses
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. The yeah. same
1: way
2: you would do a regime
0: in Africa. Sure. You would invade them. Yep. Right. I mean the same the same the, the same then, way then, that they they held Germany responsible for the exactly. atrocities, right?
1: And they shouldn't even be trying to lean on that. They should be like, oh shoot, Belgium alright y'all handle those guys. but they want to protect them. They want to bring them under their wing and right. they're using the idea of being a state to do it. <laughs> if you're a state, let's treat you like a state. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
2: exactly. Let's right. let's go to, let's go to war. If you're if you're your own country, let's go to war now because you're you know, committing human rights abuses. But check this out though. On top of this, The ruling also upheld the Vatican's defense that it can't be held liable for the actions of priests and bishops around the world. Mm. So the plaintiffs are seeking damages of 10,000 euros, which is about (laughs)
1: $11,500.
0: Not enough. The
1: Right. The whole argument that the plaintiffs are making is Mm. that even if the Vatican Church didn't go, hey, lesson number one, molest and rape children, right that their very neglect of it is causing them to be responsible of it i think that's completely valid well and not not not
0: just that but also turning a blind eye when you know that it went on right
1: all they're saying is that they were neglectful and they were they were complicit
0: by covering it up they were complicit in it and they still are Mm -hmm. yep so even if they didn't like overtly do it they still felt
1: up
2: during the european human rights court you know the second trial where they took it higher the applicant submitted evidence that showed the Holy See, you know, the Pope's jurisdiction, sent a letter to all Catholic bishops worldwide in 1962 that mandated a code of silence regarding cases of sexual oh. abuse with the church or face excommunication. <sighs> For those who don't know, you know excommunication is the Catholic Church officially excludes you from participating in the sacraments and services of the church meaning
1: that's a nice essentially you're no they longer send you a Catholic. heaven you you're to hell. no longer a catholic according to their faith system you are cursed to hell based on the bureaucratic political and and I'm, and I'm a you know I was raised catholic why would, I mean, would you even
0: want to be affiliated with an organization or religion
1: I, no, I that mean, is going to kick you, know, you out you what, if man. you
0: tell on them for molesting children.
1: I tell you right. what, man. This whole story that we've been taught talk- this whole discussion has completely, completely flipped my perspective on the Catholic Church. Because I always look at the Catholic Church as a religion. And I judge mm-hmm. it as a religion. And when they go, okay, you know, we're keeping it within our courts. It's like bad move, religion. You know what I mean? Yeah, Should right, right. It up to the state. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. But, to think but that then they saying, flip and say, no, 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 no. "We're a state now." Right now, we're not just a religion. We're a state that, like, makes me think. Well, shoot, now I I gotta respect <laughs> you even less. You
2: yeah. know what I mean? Because
1: right. because as a as a religion, it's like, well, there's deep heritage and cult, but as right. a state, now you're just an oppressive force. Now exactly. you're nothing but an oppressive exactly. force. I mean, this is my heritage, so I'm saying, forget my heritage. When I say, forget your heritage in this regard. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. As a state, Mm. if you want us to look at you as a state, then we got to treat you like a state. Yeah. We, the United States, have to treat you (laughs) Mm. like a state. Yeah, for real. (laughs) You know?
2: You know, turning a blind eye to it, why would you want to be associated with someone who's turning a blind eye? But they are in court, have an official document from a pope in 1962, just the 60s, and he's saying as a bishop, as a church leader, if you talk about sexual abuse or if you uncover any of this, you're excommunicated. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is, they, they have evidence of this in court. And the European Court of Human Rights says that no, that I think there was a panel of seven judges. They upheld the ruling of the Belgian courts that the Vatican, the Holy See cannot be held responsible. Seven different judges said that. Uh, no, actually six. Six. Did they
1: say that, that with wow. this particular piece of evidence being presented? Like, hey, that's, look at this document from tonight to that's,
2: that's the thing. The Belgian court did not let them present the document. The European court of human rights let them show the document and still upheld Belgian mm. ruling. Yes.
1: Mm. Okay. So. so that seems questionable.
2: Beyond questionable. So... The plaintiffs can still seek to appeal the ruling to a grand chamber so they can take this to a higher court, but this is a very rare session presided over by the court's president and other top judges.
1: If we're seeing that the European courts... What is it, the European courts?
2: The European Court of Human Rights. That's the official... European ruling.
1: Courts of Human Rights. What are they... They Are they in on it? Like, they're not the Vatican.
2: Man, everybody's scared of the Vatican.
1: My point is, is that if the european court of human rights is corrupted then it's bigger than the vatican at this point yeah so yeah where is the problem center like like how do we how do we get get a <laughs> i'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it right, now.
2: <laughs> right right as as someone so far removed from pedophilia it's hard to imagine why this is such a prevalent issue why is there so much of this going on why is there so what? much protection of this
1: You heard how I was just laughing at the Vatican for calling themselves a state, right? I would think that if I was a politician, I would be Mm -hmm. like, cool. They just built an Achilles heel into their system. They're the state. Treat them like a state. You know what I mean? But the accountability is not there Mm -hmm. because of fear, because of politics. Right. What What is this really based on? and i mean the vatican has power you know but all of south america they're all catholic but i I doubt if the pope was like all right you know we're mad at the world south america if you're catholic (laughs) go to war with your state you know what i mean maybe maybe there's something it's like a snap of your fingers like that you know what i mean maybe there's something a
0: lot more a lot more insidious and wicked going on here than we realize and that they know for a fact if some of these priests were to be implicated in some of these crimes that they are accused of and if they they had to serve actual time like normal people would right that they would spill the beans or they that's... would come out and speak about things that we don't know right politicians deeper that's
1: exactly kind of what I, that's exactly kind of what I was thinking is that all of this is to kind of hedge at the idea that there's something even more than the Catholic Church mm-hmm. going on here, with the Catholic right. Church mm-hmm. being at the center of corruption on a greater scale
2: so with the european court of human rights it is a seven judge panel and they issued the decision that to uphold belgian's decision but one judge who was named darien pavly shouts out the darien pavly man the only judge he wrote a dissenting opinion which could potentially help the plaintiff's chances of getting the grand chamber hearing for okay. helping them take this to the next court okay the judge probably faulted the Belgian courts for not adequately examining the plaintiffs' claims that the Holy See may have been responsible for ordering them to cover up rape and molestation. And he faulted them for not allowing them to submit the evidence that showed, you know, the 1960, 1962 right. letter that mandates the code of silence. Mm. So that gives the plaintiffs, that gives the victims leverage later on if they can get this taken to a higher court okay
0: okay um, what's the judge's this, name this is
2: judge pavly
0: oh Darien my Pavley. okay wait a minute breaking news wait breaking news judge aaron pavly was found hung in get his home today no i'm just joking but i'm saying that uh, kind of shit can happen oh, I no so
1: thought- I asked him oh. repeat that because oh, he said Aryan, Pally. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> Aryan! Whoa, dude's <laughs>
0: <Those laughs> No, but we need to, but we need to get out in front of this and say that, that that you know, I mean, who knows?
2: That's that's how it happens. Only one person was wise enough and had the courage to stand up and call this out for what it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's just wrong, mm-hmm. and this is direct quotes from him. Uh, he wrote, "The applicant submitted evidence purportedly showing that the Holy See." Sent a letter to all Catholic bishops worldwide in 1962 mm. to mandate a code of silence regarding cases of sexual abuse within the church mm. on pain of excommunication. Pope Francis himself has in recent years acknowledged a culture of abuse and cover up within the Catholic Church. He added that none of the arguments by the applicants were addressed by Belgian courts. They basically saying the Belgian courts was wrong, they did not listen, they didn't give them. Yeah a chance to present the evidence. Mm -hmm. The plaintiff's lawyer, Walter Van Steenbrug, I know I'm saying that wrong, (laughs) (laughs) he said there's a clear politic coming out of the Vatican to remain silent, to not work with investigations, to hide and protect the priests abusing children. Mm. The Belgian courts never analyzed our documents, our claims, because they were saying, you can't come here into the courts because the Holy See has immunity. Wow. So internationally, the Holy See is a party in major international treaties, it has diplomatic relationships with over 185 countries, Mm. but it's not a member of the United Nations General Assembly, it just participates as a permanent observer. So now, with all of this coming out, this will help open up talks about the Vatican's sovereignty, Mm. autonomy in its districts worldwide, and the Vatican's role
0: as an independent country yeah this all this is very interesting I mean the inner workings and how sovereignty plays a role
1: I don't know how long they've been a sovereign state you know what I mean oh, as for far quite as a while. I knew from for quite a while from, as far as I knew from history it was like they were the ones that were pretty much the ruling power during the medieval times before there were ever any states and then right states started to develop and they maintained control like via under the what under the radar but i I didn't realize they were a sovereign state. Now for them to be a sovereign state, I think it's a bad move for them. I mean, as evil you know, well it's, entities, well, it's insulated them
0: from the it's insulated them from the repercussions in, in this case. But they a child too.
1: molestation factory or are they a, you know, actual religion, empire, state? Because if they are something great, then they have to cleanse themselves of this mess
0: so they've been they've been a sovereign state for 92 years
1: and for them to cleanse themselves they can't do it by themselves right now they're trying to basically say we're gonna molest children and and there's nothing the rest of the world can do about it they're kind of like basically saying that they've got to say okay you know what we're not a government the french catholics let the french government deal with them the italian priests let the italian government deal with them let them go they're not only acting like they're a, a secret society that hey, we got to judge our own, which kind of like the Mormon church does and a handful of churches do, but they're acting like, no, we're also our own government and our own state. For you to say that, it's like you're opening yourself up to scrutiny that states fall under.
0: I I will say this. Younger priests and younger clergymen learn how to molest kids and to abuse people from the older clergymen, right? I wouldn't be surprised if some of them were were touched, molested and abused themselves, right? So it stands okay. to reason that the reason why this stuff is getting swept up under the rug or it's kept quiet is because the ones that are making the decisions to keep it quiet might be the ringleaders of this whole scandal, right? They might be the ones that are guiltiest of exactly. these atrocities, right? So, I mean, I wouldn't I would not put it past and, you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe some of these archbishops are guilty and they don't want to be implicated. Maybe the Pope is guilty, and he doesn't want to be implicated. I'll say
1: probably the most powerful people in these organizations are probably the most guilty.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I say that's zero evidence. Just like an understanding of the human nature of patterns and shit, you know? Go ahead, Izzy. I I would
2: go so far as to say that world leaders, politicians, people Mm. also pulling strings are also... Mm -hmm. Involved Mm -hmm. because your refusal to prosecute these people your refusal to take action and protect these children Mm -hmm. Protect people getting abused period shows that you are complicit in this Mm -hmm. if you are going to defend a pedophile Dog, are you a pedophile?
0: You cannot underestimate the reach and power that the Catholic Church has over the entire globe They're they're everywhere They have so much damn money, dude all that so money, all those gold. offerings trickle up to. Yeah, dude, they are they are loaded. Do you think that? Oh gems. Do you think it's beyond everything. them to call somebody up that would hire somebody to make something disappear or somebody disappear? No, right. but I really no. want to
1: address specifically what you were saying, Joey, about the high ups being probably ringleaders and i don't dismiss the fact that there may be great higher ups within the vatican church that are completely innocent of the bullshit on the outside of it maybe but but yeah the nature of power yeah it's probably them they're probably the guys you know what i mean right right. probably a bunch of bullshit that they're trying to cover up and oh my gosh we're being uncovered and not even oh my gosh we're being uncovered probably the ego side of it that says that says we're the Catholic Church. We we've been around for right. ancient days. What exactly. are you going to take us down? Are you right. are you kidding me? Well, clearly they yeah. already see
0: themselves as untouchable, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah. This so, common knowledge like, that this
0: is what happens, and they still operate with damn near impunity. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like them them be... becoming a sovereign nation is a lot like a businessman setting up an LLC. Yep. Right? Yep. Exactly. To limit their yep. liability. So yeah. they couldn't be punished for the things that they knew damn well. Probably back in 1929 when, when, it, when it became a sovereign nation, right? Back in 1929, yep. they knew damn well what was going on in the Catholic Church. And this but is I'm, a so this way to avoid... Punishment or accountability, yeah. right? Or I accountability. Say, if you're an Italian
1: Catholic politician and you're a French Catholic politician, you don't want to take down the Catholic Church. Because that's your church. That's your people but the catholic state i mean maybe i'm wrong here
0: them dudes is gangsters bro them dudes is gangsters bro you think the catholic church ain't got shooters right you could get touched my guy i don't even know if we should release this, <laughs> 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 this on the i'm looking around i see i think i saw a dude outside my window just now like i don't know yeah right. i you yeah too loud Okay, party people, we will be right back for a special discussion with Reese, the host of the Weirdest Just Men podcast, finding wherever you listen to your podcast, and a special guest, Lache Milo, my lovely, lovely sister. We'll be right back in a minute. Stay tuned to Death Perspective. Joey Dula. Today we have an exclusive conversation with Reese Harris, special guest, my sister, my lovely sister, Lachee Milo. Hey, Say hello, Lachee. Hey, 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 hey. How's it going, Reese?
4: Hey man, what's good, brother? Man, it's good to talk to you,
0: bro. Same, same. You guys may know Reese from his podcast. We are just men. Excellent Hell podcast. Yeah. I encourage you to check it out. I'm I, I just, I'm just trying to get like you, man, have a deaf perspective. You already got a deaf perspective, bro. It's a very unique perspective. You got a good take on things. Um, so I got a couple of questions for you. I decided to make this this little segment about love and relationships. Ooh. Okay, okay. All right. And hey, look, look. You know that's my leg, so I'm not ready. Uh, that's that's why that's why I got you on the line, my guy. You know what I'm saying? That's why I got you, you got on the line. On right, right, right. So, all right, I got I got the first question here, right? So, right. and I'm only asking this question because I'm cheap as hell. Just I'm just gonna preface that. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. What is your, <laughs> what is <laughs> what is your take on? It ain't that funny. Yo.
5: I, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't ready, line, Reese. Yo, no, I wasn't ready. I wasn't... <laughs> Oh man, we know where this gonna go. Uh, yeah.
0: All right. So, what's your take on dating, and uh, who should be planning and paying for dates? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Okay. Dating. My perspective is
4: on dating is uh, it sucks, recently, Like lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Like da- like, da- like dating is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's too many there's too many rules. Yes. Um, everyone comes into it with a negative mindset and mm-hmm. about all the things that they don't want or don't mm-hmm. want to give aren't gonna do. Instead of actually having the heart and the mindset of okay, I want a relationship. Mm-hmm. Here's everything I'm willing to give, and I'm gonna focus on that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Um, so we have a lot of people, we have a lot of people get into dating situations and relationships. I like to call them whatever shifts mm-hmm. trying to get a positive outcome with a negative mm-hmm. mindset or negative mm-hmm. attitude mm-hmm. and you'll ne- and that'll never work.
0: I feel you. Uh, I feel you on that.
4: As far as who should pay. Now, look, this is just me. Everybody has their own thing. I have spent hella money on dates. Mm-hmm. They, women don't, they don't appreciate how expensive dating is when <laughs> because they don't pay for most of the
5: dates. Okay. now women some women okay, appreciate okay nope. okay. <laughs> okay okay I, I, I can rock with that
4: I can okay. rock with that okay i say there's a I would say there's a large majority of women who don't care yeah. <laughs> so, okay. so in my opinion I think just because of the type of man that I am and if you're if you're a man who believes in you know a provider protector cultivator type you know masculinity Mm-hmm. And there's different ways of there's different ways of showing that. Mm-hmm. I think the first two or three dates the guy should actually pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Can I offer my uh, deaf perspective on that uh, on that topic?
4: Mm-hmm. I'm with it. What's up?
0: So if I ask you on a date,
4: mm-hmm.
0: I am prepared to pay for that date.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: If you ask me on a date, you should be prepared. To pay for that date. I 100% unless, agree. Unless it's specified beforehand that we're going Dutch.
4: Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. If a woman, if that's the thing, I've never had a woman ask me out on a date, so I don't know what that feels like. Really? I've never had a woman ask me out on a date.
0: Oh, really? Not it's... one time. Oh.
4: Mm. I, I don't know we if it's an Atlanta change that.
0: thing. We I gotta don't change know. That. Okay, so. Def- I was, def- hey, hey send somebody
4: my way, my brother. Def-
0: <laughs> listeners in the Atlanta area my man Reese need a lady to take him out on a dizzy date. <laughs> no, I've never had a woman like actually ask me, like,
4: like literally ask me, I'm like, hey, um, you're kind of cool, you know, can we, you know, can I take you
0: out? Like, I would, I've never had that.
5: Wow. You know what I find interesting is, is, and this is throughout my dating career, I'm 51 and I'm single, but in my dating career, why is there so much emphasis on who pays or not? Like, you know what I mean? Like that determines on whether or not, you well, Am
0: I making? well, because shit's expensive. No, <laughs> <laughs> it
5: is. It is. It is. Like what he had to say at the beginning, where it was like we go into it with all these rules, and it's like let's go have
3: fun. Yeah.
5: What can we do for both of us to have fun? Yeah. And when the issue comes your... up with paying, I, for me, I don't have. Whether he pays or not, like, that isn't even an issue for
0: Right, me. it shouldn't be.
5: You know what I mean? Like, if I have the money, I'm I'm willing. If I want to go to a super nice restaurant and I want to order everything on the menu, I already know that I'm prepared to pay.
0: That, that's the way to look it. But if he wants
5: to pay, that's fine. Sure. You know what I mean? And I yeah. welcome that. But it's just, there's so much emphasis, I think, on who pays or not. And then that determines and it goes back into those those roles that we play as men and women. Well, I think a lot of times
0: we get caught up in power dynamics, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yes. It shouldn't be. Right.
5: Right. It's like I want really to have a good time. I want to get to know this person. And I don't want that to be an issue. Right. I don't want that to stand in the way of whether or not we get to do what we want to do as two people. And that's how I get to know you. Right. It's like I want to know uh, what do you like to do? Right. I want us both to enjoy ourselves. So it's like money's not even an issue. If money wasn't an issue, both of us are gonna chip in and do our equal parts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then let's just go have a good time. That's it. That's where it's okay. That 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 actually makes a lot of sense.
4: And you don't sound like I don't know what you look like. You don't sound. 51, no, you actually look 51, 51. I look 51 no, I'm yo, you blew, you blew my mind when you said you're 51, I'm like,
0: yo, are you serious, yeah. oh, okay, let me, t- t- let me tell you something, let me tell you something about my side of the family, bro, we we age like a fine wine.
5: Mm-hmm. that brown, oh, I love being a black woman, thank we you, Jesus, we age like a fine wine. yes, one, you
0: know? first of all, bro, you are, you, listen, I didn't
4: even realize that you were older than me, like, you still look like super, you still look the same age, it's when we were
0: in college oh, brother, I, get, I get 26 <laughs> i get 26 a lot i'm not gonna tell you how old i got but uh I get yo you literally still look the same you have not aged a day bro i appreciate it i appreciate mm-hmm. that
4: your perspective is off the changed i love it right but it, it, how, how long did it take you to actually have that mentality
5: you know it was when okay i have four children and i remember okay. when my kids were little and my husband would we would we would go to church back then back then i was into religion but we would go to church and he would clean the house and i would get upset because he wasn't helping me get the kids together and then i realized i was like wait a minute when we come home though the house is clean clean. yeah you know what i mean and so it was just like he is doing his part and you said it too it's like i think we focus so much on the bad things in, in dating relationships. It's like, let me make a good file and focus on those things. Yeah. What he yeah, is ma'am. doing, what he is providing. Mm-hmm. And when you said, and going back to what you said about, you know, dates are expensive. It's like, yeah. Oh,
0: I said that to, to, be no, 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 but
5: I'm
0: you the said, but, say, oh, <laughs> he did, yeah. do a
5: but you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, but it's, we, I do appreciate that. You know what I mean? And this is, and yeah. my part is I want to get dolled up because I know how much you're going to take care of that family, you know, the dinner. And whatever else you do, if you're paying for the dinner and whatever else we have uh, planned to do. Sure. So it's I think there's an equal part. So it's like I think when we don't look at everything everybody is bringing to the table, you know what I'm saying? Instead of we have these expectations.
0: Sure. All right. Next question for you here. As social distancing guidelines due to coronavirus are lifted, how do you think the pandemic has affected the way people interact when meeting a potential partner?
4: It has made it so much worse to actually develop a genuine connection or attachment. Mm-hmm. People fall in love with the idea of you, not the actual reality of you, That's and they dope. can and they fall in love with that computer version of you. Mm-hmm. And but they haven't, but because they haven't sat with you, and mm-hmm. they're and they're scared of that. that they're, Real, well mm-hmm. I think it is, I think a lot of people are scared to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and show that and show mm-hmm. them their real selves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're afraid that somebody won't accept them mm-hmm. for who they really are.
0: Well, I think I think everybody's got that though a little bit, mm-hmm. right? I think everybody's got um, that a little bit.
4: Yeah, but I don't like. That's why I don't like. I, I don't like online dating because mm-hmm. I'd rather sh- show me the nightmare. I already know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I, I already know you're gonna show me the good days. Mm-hmm. I already know there's gonna be. Like you're gonna put on a hunt. I get that. There's gonna be a honeymoon phase. Right. What is the night? Tell me what the nightmare is, right, so right. I can so I can determine how far. Like, can I deal with
0: that? Okay. See, so do you find do you find it a problem to go up? It. Well, I mean, I know. I'm sure that California is a bit different as far as social distancing and awareness yeah. as far as the virus goes than Atlanta. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but do, do you find it difficult there it's the where you started. are? Pandemic <laughs> right. started. Do you? I don't
4: think I don't think we ever
0: closed. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Right, so it's probably a lot different there. But I find that it's very difficult to be able to approach somebody here in the mm-hmm. Bay, mm-hmm. especially yes. since everyone it's... is masked up. Everyone is so yes. paranoid. Mm-hmm. And I think Lachey, you had you had a term the other day, COVID thirsty. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> <laughs> was like. It's a lot. I have man. been.
4: I have been in that, I've been there, bro. I I I, I have to admit and, and say that I was very COVID thirsty.
0: Yeah, I was very COVID thirsty, so bro. What I'm finding, like, especially out here, is people are either very very timid mm-hmm. or very very aggressive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's really okay. no in between.
5: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with the social distancing and the, the fact that people were sheltering in place for almost a year.
5: And you think about. Even prior to pandemic, what are people doing all the time? I I was at work in a restaurant at a a lounge and there were five girls sitting at the table. All of them were on their phone. Yeah, And they looked up for a minute to give me their order. Then they went right back back to their phone. And so no one really is connecting anyway, but prior to pandemic. Right? And so then when we had to shelter in place, that's the only way we connect. And it was interesting to hear people say, I can't wait to do this in person again. And then when you get out in person, it's like, you don't know how to act <laughs> yeah. because you're working on don't. yourself and taking care of yeah. yourself emotionally and spiritually to begin with. Right. Right. So then you come out in public and you're just acting a fool. Right, because you don't know how to be vulnerable. You don't know how to be your authentic self because you've been hiding behind a screen and Snapchat and FaceTime or what is it, uh, Instagram so and that, Facebook.
0: That's a, that's a perfect segue to the next question. Yeah,
5: I'm on it, huh?
0: on it. Huh? Absolutely. it so listen, so, so listen this, this this is what I always say because both of you are so right.
4: Like, But it's made it so much harder. I always tell people, Loving yourself is the beginning of even understanding mm-hmm. what love is, because you're imperfect, right? Yeah. If you can love, an, if you can love yourself imperfectly, mm-hmm. then that will help you mm-hmm. transition to love somebody else or connect mm-hmm. with somebody else. But when self-love does not transition mm-hmm. to loving someone else, mm-hmm. it's narcissism. Yeah. It's egotism. Mm-hmm. Your inability to connect or the desire to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. Is a mm-hmm. problem, not mm-hmm. a benefit.
0: That's right. true. Right. This
4: is true. Especially yeah. if you actually come out you want a relationship, but you don't even take the chance yes. to be verbal. Yeah. You don't yeah. take the yeah. chance to look yeah. up, look to put your phone down for an hour.
5: Yeah. Oh. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. I had someone tell me years ago they said you can't be intimate and protect yourself at the same time. Yep. Woo. <laughs> Say that. Look, mm-hmm. You ball that. No, Say it again. Say it you again. You cannot be intimate and protect yourself at the same time. That's true. It's impossible. Oh my. to be vulnerable to do it. Mm-hmm. I think you just. Mm-hmm. I think you just saved my life. <laughs>
4: that is. That's that, that is, is a. That's what we do. That,
5: that is a beautiful. I'm a healer. I claim Dude.
4: it. <laughs> Dude, that is a beautiful <laughs> statement, and mm-hmm. it's so profound. I love yeah. it.
5: And that is I'm a baller. Ball mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So, so how do you, how do you feel about dating apps like Tinder, Plenty of Fish? you know I don't I they're useful for one reason Hooking because what only for
4: the reason no not even. no man listen I haven't hooked up with nobody on another dating app I, I, I wish I I wish I had good luck I don't know what the hell I'm doing wrong um however I think this only good for I can pretend and no one and no one will know
0: uh, you can be something you do not I can
4: I can I can actually pretend to be something I'm not yep and no one will know. And I can protect myself without letting, without getting too close to somebody. Right. Like I don't have, if I don't want to meet somebody, I can just stop, I can just ghost them on the app.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: I love texting and I love sending pictures and nudes and all this, mm-hmm. but as soon as they say, hey, let's meet up and let's actually do this in person, I can just ghost.
5: And it's funny, cause guys will do that. When I, years ago I tried, is uh, it okay cupid. Okay. And, um, Someone we were having a regular texting. I can't stand texting. Excuse my language. No, it's okay. Let's have a phone conversation. (laughs) So my name is Lachey, and it's spelled L-A-C-H-E. And so he um, he was texting, and he went into like, this is making me so horny. And I said, what are you talking about? We weren't even talking about anything sexual. And he (laughs) says, and and this is what I hate. L-O-L, L-O-L, L. -L 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 And so then I said, how do you how do you pronounce my name? Well, you know, that's what I asked him. You don't even know how to pronounce my name. You know, so how are you going to tell me that I'm turning you on if you don't even get, you don't, you don't even know how to pronounce my name because there's so much more to me than just the ass and the tits and the the face. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so that kind of stuff, that's why online dating just to get someone to meet so that i can look you in your face and see if this is going to work or not
4: Mm. yeah now here's the thing though dating apps are cool if everybody sometimes you don't know if you want to be in a relationship and that's okay too right you don't know so if you if you're on the online dating app and you just want to hook up i think honesty is the best case like women now women say that that they want honesty but let's be real they really don't want honesty Mm. not really Mm. because Every every woman hopes that the guy's gonna lie to them and say, Oh yeah, you know I wanna be with you now, I don't want just sex. No, I want I just wanna fuck for right now and then see what see where we can take it later. Well I'm, li- go ahead. and women do the same thing. But I would say there's a dishonesty that's happening, which is why I don't like dating ads because you never really know what someone's true intentions are mm-hmm. until you get face to face with them. Mm-hmm. I'm okay if you just wanna hook up. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna take you on a date to figure out if I wanna actually hook up with you.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So then we need to define what dating is, right? And I think everyone- Oh that's easy. You know what I mean? So what is dating to you? Date, oh, dating
4: to me is a, an agreement between two consent, two or three, depending on whatever ship you're in, Mm -hmm. two or three consenting adults to be in a relationship, whether Mm -hmm. exclusive or openly. Mm -hmm. That's all it
0: is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think you can have dating without a relationship. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I don't think so. It's well, impossible. If, okay, so if I if I say I'm dating or I'm going on a, a date, then that means that if you're interested if you somebody and we're going to do something, right? I got we're you. If you're together. dating
4: though, if you're actually dating, well, that's in a relationship. That's, if a, that's a relationship. I can go on a date without being a relationship. Yeah, well, but I can't too. be dating.
0: Well, so you're whatever 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 it is is the relate. You get to decide what or the boundaries and parameters of your relationship as well, right? Of course, right? absolutely. Um, and I guess, I guess it could be said that no matter who you're dealing with, you have a relationship with them, right? Mm-hmm, hmm Yes, may not however sort it relationship, is. Relationship, but you have a relationship mm-hmm. with them. And it doesn't even necessarily yes. have to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, think about, think about the, the word relationship, right?
4: Mm-hmm. It literally is two part, relay-ship. Right. It's really a group of uh, several people or people agreeing to be in a certain location, going to a certain destination mm-hmm. together. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, mm-hmm. if you want a relationship long term, that means you're agreeing to go somewhere together on bringing all of your shit, right. all of it, all right. of your shit on that same boat, right. so, but you're going somewhere productive together right. Right. and mm-hmm.
5: you're agreeing to that.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: And I think that where, and that's where my issue with dating apps is is where there was the guy? He said, "Oh, I want to go out. I want to have sex. I want to watch movies, chill. But I don't want to be a boyfriend." It's like that's all boyfriend shit, though. Oh yeah, you know yeah. No, he's, he's, he's a, a fool. You know what I mean? So it's just and then so the dating part or the relationship part. And someone said to me years ago, my uh, my sponsor, uh, she said. You can't separate your head, your heart, and what's between your legs. Mm. Like it's, C- all it's all connected. It's all connected. Yes, Stop it is. not having sex like it's a casual sport because your soul doesn't know the difference. Man, It's so, it's mm-hmm.
4: so dope. It's
5: so, oh my God, God it's so dope. Yeah. Listen, I'm a dude mm-hmm. and I'm saying it.
4: Mm-hmm. It's true. I, I mm-hmm. can go out there and, and sleep with a, a different woman every other mm-hmm. night, but one thing's for sure. Mm-hmm. I've connected mm-hmm. spiritually energy wise mm-hmm. with that well, woman this, and, this and this why,
0: I remember that. This mm-hmm. is why a lot of men. Are emotionally unavailable is because they spread that shit mm-hmm, out mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, going it's, on, so many right? it's like it's
5: women. all conv- you know, like yep. so confused because, and I think what we've done as a society, we've done a disservice to men, and I could be wrong. I do have a son, but it's like we we go, oh, that's just how men are. Yep. You know, men are dogs. Mm. And it's like, and someone, my my kid's father cheated on me with over 22 women. Whoa. And they were like, forgive him. That's just how men are. You know, men are dogs. And I was like, wait a minute, but I have a son. And it would be Whoa. such a cruel joke. And we go to that, well, men are supposed to procreate. It doesn't say procreate with every woman that you come in contact with. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Having four kids—if that's not procreation—I don't know what it is. I've done. I've contributed to society. You absolutely have. So it's like it would be a cruel joke if my creator made me the one that's to get attached and to be emotional. If men were just supposed to go spread it out everywhere, right? That just would not. That's just not who.
4: Go ahead. It's it's so crazy. I tell people all the time because you know a lot of people. Today, like that, I don't want to raise a man. I don't want, mm-hmm. I, I, like, I need them to come ready and prepared. Mm-hmm. I get that, right? Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about relationships and marriage and long-term and mm-hmm. healthy long-term relationships, because mm-hmm. they're failing right now, mm-hmm. like they're abysmal. Mm-hmm. How how many men have actually been taught mm-hmm. or practiced mm-hmm. not being like? Spreading their seed mm-hmm, everywhere. Not, not, not not, very like many every man, most men are praised in yeah. every culture. Yeah. You're praised yeah. for, for screwing around. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like you can, like women, women want certain things from men that honestly, that no culture in the world has ever made a man be. So we don't know how to until unless we make that up in our own minds and our own lives to do that.
0: And that's a decision that you make, right? And I think the older you yeah. get, the wiser you become, right? And and when you when you screw up. And Mm -hmm. when you do things a certain way, I mean, I'm speaking specifically about myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the longest time, I would date several different women. Mm -hmm. I would sleep around. I was promiscuous. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I realized, well, you know, that shit really hadn't worked out for me very well. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. I should just uh, Mm -hmm. try to stick to one thing at a time and -hmm. see how that works. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I do. One at a time. My energy toward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that one Mm -hmm. thing.
5: And I can't multitask emotionally. No. You know, that's, where the online dating, it's like, I'm talking to this guy and this guy and that guy and that guy and I'm spreading it out. So thin, and it's not even being needy or possessive, but it's like, I want to get to know you, right? Because really deep down inside, I want you to get to know me as well. I want to find a safe space and a safe place where I can be vulnerable. You know what I mean? And where you can be responsible for that, you know? And so, and I think we, as women too, I need to stop having sex thinking my vagina is going to change this man who hasn't done the emotional work on his own. It won't. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. I got to know how you take care of yourself spiritually and emotionally before you enter my body. Yep. Right. And, but right. I've done it so many, for so many years, even having my kids thinking, you know, knowing in the beginning when I first got married to my husband was, Oh, well, I know he says this, but, you know, he's hes going to love me anyway. Having the kids, thinking that's going to lock him down. Four kids is a lot. We have this family. But he told me who he was in the beginning, so I can't even be mad at him anymore. Yeah. Right. I can't even, because I signed up for that thinking that I was going to change him by fucking him.
0: Yeah. I got another question for you, and this one, uh, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about this one, Okay. Do you think it's possible to have a thriving relationship with someone that has different political, Mm -hmm. philosophical, or theological beliefs?
4: Uh, Political, ooh, depends on what the topic is. (laughs) Uh, Philosophical, yes, because that's a matter of opinion or subject. That's very subjective. (laughs) Um, So I will say yes for for philosophical. Spiritual and political, no. Really?
5: Mm -hmm. Values right if your values right. don't line up right it comes all down yeah. to like whether it's spiritual political it's like my values don't line up with your values so what really right. you know do we have to offer like, each other okay like spiritually i like you can't be an atheist Mm-mm. but i'm okay if you're muslim mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. you have a that doesn't bother violence. me that, that, that doesn't bother me mm-hmm. but you can't like not have a spiritual compass at all yeah.
0: right 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 okay i totally. see what you're I saying, I I see what you're saying mm-hmm all right, so how how do you think that the growing economic wealth gap has affected the stability of marriage and long-term relationships? I think it's it's is, is, with the hard ones now. No,
4: no, but it's okay. <laughs> I actually think the wealth gap is going to make marriages it's going to it's it's literally going to topple relationships yeah. marriages as a whole. Yeah. This and this is why this, this is something I'm realizing now when it comes to like dating now. The pandemic rocked everybody, rich or poor. Rocked everybody. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a woman, mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're single, but you want a guy, you want a relationship, mm-hmm. if shit like the, pan- if stuff, stuff like the pandemic happens, you need stability, because you don't want to be without. Sure, sure, you, sure. Was eating ra- you was eating ramen noodles, and you didn't like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you're looking for that guy who has a little more bread than the guy that you actually, like, actually connect with, mm-hmm. but the guy is more financially stable. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but the problem with that is, no, I'm not gonna say all because there's a lot of really good wealthy people out there. Mm-hmm. But I will say a lot of rich men—they don't have no respect. like women are trinkets, right. women are trophies, right? Right. right. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: But, but women, but women, when it comes to a certain level of wealth and stability, mm-hmm. they'll deal with that. Mm-hmm. So, so I think I, I think it's, I think the wealth gap is actually gonna cripple marriages, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a long time before it ever gets better.
5: So during the pandemic, I ate well, and I'm single. Just want you to know. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, grew, okay. Took care of myself. I took, care, I mean, spiritually, emotionally, took care of myself. Ain't but no ramen around here. No, no ramen. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about did, you, but did you? Did, were you able to still work? I didn't work. I had, and I you didn't actually, work. Okay. Mm-mm, I did some uh, sell, some stuff, but I did collect unemployment. But I budgeted my money really well. But also... um, You're rare. You're rare. rare. (laughs) But I do... You're rare. You're rare. But there's been a lot of work. A lot of work. And so there are times where I wish I could be a gold digger. You know what I mean? I'm like, God, (laughs) damn, why why does this have to matter to me? You know what I mean? I need someone with some substance. But I do also know as a woman, and I I don't have a house. I rent. And I'm like, I want a house, you know? And I feel like... I, I need a partner to do that. You know I'm what I mean? That. So then yes, I, there's yes. the dilemma of, I want someone that treats me well, that takes care of himself and treats himself well, but mm-hmm. also we can do this together, right? Absolutely, and yes, I, I'm, yes. I'm tired of putting furniture together by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I put hey. a dresser together and, I, and I'll do it, you know, and it's not a matter of whether I can do it or not, but it's like, yeah. I need some, I need help. I really do need some help.
4: So I think there's something to be um, said about it. Go ahead. I know. I know this I know this your sister and all. But listen. Um. After the show, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got tools. I can fly
0: out to Cali. <laughs> okay. I'll send you my address. Not, I am not mad at that. You do what you got to do. I didn't know this was like, show
4: to love I was like. I Well, listen,
0: I was like, yo, listen. Um. Yeah. I'm
4: like, listen. I'm like, i like, i like, what she talking about? Like I, don't, I, like, I don't meet women like this
0: every day. Not at all. So I think I do think that there's something to be said about uh, income inequality mm-hmm, when it mm-hmm. comes to yeah. men and women, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. women, statistically and historically, not making mm-hmm. near mm-hmm, the the mm-hmm, amount mm-hmm. that men make for the exact mm-hmm. same job, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm.
5: And I think we, you know, as a woman too, and I tell my kids this: like, if you can't, so I know that, and it's, and I don't know if it gets into the gender roles or not, but. I know if you're going out working hard, it's kind of my job to clean the house. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of my job to take care of the house, you know what I mean, make sure you're fed.
4: You know what I mean? I feel like every woman listening probably would, 60% would be like, oh, all mine, you know?
5: But you think about it and it it went back to before about the dating and stuff and about how much it goes into that. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're gonna go, and I know now in the workforce, all the things that you need to deal with at work, out there in society, Mm -hmm. My home needs to be a safe space. Yeah, come on now. You know now. what I mean? Come on I now. Want to yes. make sure that my man's laundry is clean. You smell good when you, we're going to use the unstoppables, the downy unstoppables. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's not going to, and I'm not saying it has to be spick and span, and I get it, but I, right. I enjoyed being an at home mom. I enjoyed mm. making sure that those things were taken care of because I knew how hard he worked. To make sure that I was able to be able to be there with my kids or even just to take care of myself, to mm-hmm. not have to yes. go out there and deal with the bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? So yes. it's like there has to be a balance and it's not, uh, I don't feel discriminated against or put down or disrespected because I enjoy doing those things, but also it's, that's part of the relationship. That's what I need to do in order to make this relationship work. There you go. Now, the, now, let me. The one thing I'll just say,
4: and this is this is the thing that I think has has been the dividing line when it comes to that type of like scenario. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between gender roles mm-hmm. and gender rules. Mm-hmm. Okay, speak on that. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I understand when I when mm-hmm. I'm getting to know you, I'm figuring out. Where I am best useful in this relationship? How I'm, about, how, how can I be valuable in your life? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and in, tu- and in turn, the woman thinks that mm-hmm. I would hope the woman is looking and paying attention and trying to figure out how she can be valuable okay. and useful. Okay. So I'm playing a role, but if it changes, that's okay because it's
0: not a rule. Okay. It okay. can be flexible. So so let me let me segue into this next question. And this, you know, I love the way this interview is going. I will just start talking about the very next damn. <laughs> Thing I'm about to, <laughs> y'all don't even let me ask a damn question. We just going through the whole interview, and I'm over here silent because y'all giving me the damn answers before I hit you with the question. Okay, <laughs> you good? You good? This is working out perfect. I'm kicking back and enjoying the show. So, um, how do you feel about traditional gender roles and how society has imposed them upon us? And do you think that the expectations caused by them can lead to toxicity mm-hmm, in a relationship? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoo! Um. Ooh, brief, brief with it. Yes. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna answer this. Uh, I'm
4: gonna answer the latter part of it first. Okay. I think that an unchecked ego mm. will Ooh. always lead to toxicity, narcissism, mm. and, a, and a terrible relationship. Yeah. Male and, and female. And, that, and that's that's male and female. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. So, it, it, I don't like you. Like that. That's that power struggle you were mentioning before. Mhm. So if it's a gender rule, Mm. then, then I'm going to like, if I'm a, if I'm this ego man, right? I'm Mm -hmm. I'm the provider Mm -hmm. and you do what I say because I pay all the bills. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, and that's not a place that I think a woman would should ever feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but, but a a checked ego says, Hey, sweetheart, listen, um, I have a business trip this week. Do you mind? Mm-hmm. Because not, not I need something from you. I'm okay with asking mm-hmm. because you're still human. Mm-hmm. Who you might, we might have both had a really
5: long week, mm-hmm. but just because I pay all the bills doesn't mean that I don't treat you with the mm-hmm. respect mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. human being. So real quick question: So when you say okay, sweetheart, I have this business trip. Do you mind? Are you okay with her answer? If it's no, if she says if she says no, I'm gonna probably sit down and be like, hey, uh, are you okay? like I'm gonna ask her like, are
4: you okay? Like, what's going on? Because I feel like if the house is if a, house is a shambles, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't have time to clean it because I'm going out of town. Mm-hmm. And you say you don't want to clean it. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a try to figure out, okay, something's up because this is not even how she is. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to notice, like, there's something mm-hmm. that I need to dig mm-hmm. deeper in. Mm-hmm. I will have a housekeeper. I will have, literally I, have a housekeeper mm-hmm. for my apartment mm-hmm. now. My role as the cultivator and the protector mm-hmm. to not only protect mm-hmm. her physically mm-hmm. but emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. I need to find out what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Why doesn't she wanna keep her home clean? Right.
5: While and I'm you gone. Create a space for that, right? And that's the yeah. thing so for she feels safe to be vulnerable like Oh my God, this is what's going on, this is why. And and that's where the intimacy comes in, where you know me, you know what I'm saying? You know I'm not usually like this, so therefore you're not going to take this shit personal. Like, it's a disrespect to you. It's like, no, actually, I'm a human being with all these experiences and all these things going on. I need some time. But
0: but also, also, I think that it's very important to be able to pivot and to understand who, who is good at what. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah,
4: yeah. Got
0: yeah, yeah. All you gotta know your position. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And
5: play it. Yeah. No one yeah. puts
0: a, no one puts a star quarterback in as running mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. don't do That's that. Mm-hmm. You let them mm-hmm. throw the damn ball because mm-hmm. they're good at it. Mm-hmm. Right? If the mm-hmm. man, but man but guess is what, the finances, then the man should handle the finances. If the woman is better with the finances, what up You're hundred percent right, but check this out though. There's always the there's always the wildcat. Like you said, pivot. Mm-hmm. And
4: this is why I say gender roles Not rules right, I should right. be flexible enough yeah. To step in yeah. And handle yes. right. if, you can't, if you can't do yeah. it Okay cool yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Well, the house needs to be clean Somebody gotta figure it out you don't, you don't have the energy today
0: I'll figure yeah. it out No problem And I gotta tell you this dude If I'm dating Ronda Rousey She's gonna be my protector my guy <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you I ain't gonna get in no fight I'll be like baby Handle that for me This man mess with me Hey, you know uh,
4: what you mean, man. No shame. Yeah, like same. I said, hey, like I said, gender roles, baby, gender roles. But again, it's, a, it's, it's not a gender role.
0: So, what is the uh Reese? And well, I'll ask you too, Lachey. Mm-hmm. What is the best advice you would give to someone that is looking for a partner? Mm-hmm.
4: I'm gonna give you three things. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Always be learning. If you don't pay attention and want, and actively want to learn your partner, learn the person that you're with, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll ruin it. You cannot come into a new situation with old experiences and all these old traumas and thinking that oh, just because you didn't hire that you know this person? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you might have to learn some different skills, my friend. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you have to true. learn some different lessons. This is true. So this always, so true. always, so always I mean, be a student. Real quick, recently. <laughs> oh yeah. Always, always be, a, always be a student. Uh, so always be, always be learning. Um, and that goes for both people. Always, Ooh, sure. always be willing to learn. Sure. Two. Um, talk about everything. Mm-hmm. 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 Talk about everything. Um. This should be no stone left unturned. If you t- if you actually want a long term relationship, don't even no, no not one single stone left unturned. Mm-hmm. Right. I've I've had relationships i relationships have ended for me when I didn't realize that either they were were really not career driven or ambitious. Mm-hmm. They were actually okay with complacency. Mm-hmm. Um. They were, and, and I'm not. I didn't realize that they really didn't care about making money and living financially free. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been broke before and I've been homeless. I'm not okay with that. So talk about everything. If it's difficult, talk about it anyway. If it's good, if it's great, talk about it. Love it. Use Mm -hmm. use those moments to build intimacy, trust, and 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 in an actual an actual ship that can take you somewhere that you both actually want to go. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And then three. I think people ought to meditate mm-hmm. and pray more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Together. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm such a person that I'm turned on by great conversation mm-hmm. and a and a person's spiritual life, mm-hmm. a person's mm-hmm. ability to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. Those things actually, those are turn ons for me. Yeah. So, like, if we wake up in the morning, we you know we might roll up and we sit down. We put on some 432 megahertz music. Mm-hmm. And we sit down and we meditate together. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know what she doesn't have, She don't even know what I'm about to do to her. After <laughs> this, <laughs> like the fact that I get to be myself in that situation yeah. and I get to do that with my partner. Yes. The world is going. The world literally is inundated mm-hmm. with negativity, mm-hmm. power struggles, mm-hmm. egotism, mm-hmm. self-centeredness. Facts. To have a to have a partner to where we can actually yeah. have our lives aligned, yeah. balanced, communicative, positive, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. where we can manifest mm-hmm. things together. Yeah. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean I, I can do a lot by myself,
5: but I yes. need I need my wife. I,
4: I need, need to be aligned with partner. my partner.
5: You need to to Come for on sure, now. For sure. Yes, yes, yes. I can put the damn entertainment center together by myself, but I need somebody but to go out and like go. Come on to now. One thing I do want to say, though, too, is when people show you who they are, believe them yeah, and pay attention to the red flags and really get clear on what it is you want and know your value as a human, not just as a woman, but as a human being. And that's, I think, where I've done myself a disservice is not understanding my value and what i actually have to bring to the table not just in a relationship but to the world as a whole
0: right reese listen man Mm -hmm. thank you so much for agreeing Mm -hmm. to be on the pod looking forward to the episode on we're just men that i'm gonna be on i'm looking forward to that Um, yes we're actually gonna talk i I appreciate you inviting me on it's absolute pleasure i'm humbled and bro i'm so proud that you
4: actually have this show because it is an amazing depth perspective and Mm -hmm. i can't wait to have you on we're just men because we're gonna talk about manhood uh, principles in the areas of mental health, uh, overcoming uh, anxiety, feelings of being overwhelmed, and I mm. uh, suicide. Real so way. I really want to dive deep Ooh, yes. into that and and, and yeah. touch base with you on that. Um, yeah. I, I I listen. I got much love for you, brother. You've been my you've been my soul brother since college.
0: And too, I'm bro. so glad we
4: reconnected, bro. we will we'll
0: right. talk. Lachey, thank you so yeah. much for joining thank me. You thank guys you so will much. be here. Lachey, you're
4: awesome.
5: Yeah, it was a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure.
0: You will pleasure. be hearing more from Lachey Milo on this podcast. <laughs> just letting you know, she's an awesome co-host. We're gonna make this happen again. Reese, go ahead and plug that. your pod and plug anything else that you're working on right now. Shameless plug time go ahead hey
4: man listen you know this your main man Reese from the show where are just Men. Uh, all about manhood principles and relationships you can find me on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Stitcher, Breaker any spot most podcast platforms you can find me also on uh, Instagram Facebook and Twitter I'm Reese Harris you know I'm just trying to bridge the gap between Venus and Mars and please stop making it so hard uh, I appreciate y'all man there it
0: is there it is alright all right, folks Thank you so much for listening to this special segment. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to Reese. Thank you to Shay. We will be right back. Hey, man. Back appreciate here. you. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Love you, man. Peace. Okay, people. That was Reese and Lache Milo. We are now entering our media reviews. Izzy, do you have yet another wonderful musical selection for us that we need to check out oh, this week?
4: I man, know you do. You I know already, you do. You already know. You I Johnny got it, on the bro. spot with
0: it. Go ahead. Go you ahead. let with it. The album
2: everybody needs to be listening to right now. It's called Gore. G O R E from Loose and the Yakuza. The name is spelled L O U S and the Yakuza. I'm thinking that the Yakuza is her and there is a collective of dancers and artists with her producers she is a Ghanaian singer dancer rapper spitting spitting bars bro. bars okay
1: da- Did bars, you da- say Ghanian?
2: Ghanaian she's from Ghana We're from Ghana
1: oh okay okay That makes much more sense Um, like that's a weird way of saying Indian
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah man gore loose in the Yakuza the album came out in 2020 Mm. um, but it's it's still it's still so fresh The replay value is perfection Mm. Um, like I said she's she's spitting she's singing amazing voice but she's rapping in French okay Okay. So you know, some I don't. I don't speak French. I speak a little bit of French, but not not enough to keep up. But mm-hmm. man, if you are an MC, you recognize when people spit, and you know flows, you know cadences.
0: Oh yeah. Spitting polysyllabicism it, that's universal, right? That's a... yeah. Yeah. Check
2: check out Gore by Luce and the Yakuza. All won't right. Won't be won't be disappointed.
0: Okay, got one here as well and again i I don't want to sound vanilla i'm kidding no so i heard a group called surprise chef have you guys ever heard of surprise chef i
2: think i have actually i think i have heard of so so
0: spotify dropped this into my queue right after listening to i don't don't even know oh maybe alphamist i was listening to alphamist yeah love um, Alphamist ah, that's is probably dope. where I heard them from right so they've got an album called Daylight Savings and I'm a big fan of instrumental music just because I like to read while I'm listening to music and anything of words in it it just kind of throws me off when I'm trying to read something or I'm trying to consume some right. literature um, but this album is is, is kind of it's kind of the jam it's kind of the jam it's very laid back um, hmm. there's absolutely no lyrics which is good so I'm not going to really rate the album because I feel like the rating system is a bit different for music that has lyrics and music that does not have lyrics.
1: I want um, you to give me a scale of one to 37.65 37.
0: One 30 se- okay, pi, <laughs> pi. We're going to say pi. Okay, uh, <laughs>
1: pie? that's pretty low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no kidding. It's, this is a great album. I liked it. I vibe to it. As a matter of fact, if you saw my my latest instagram reel i was dancing to
1: i think we all saw your latest instagram reel
0: they like said, well they if they you haven't see seen my uh, my recent instagram well, how did you know about the pod because <laughs> i don't see none of y'all putting no damn instagram reels up so it had to <laughs> hey be my instagram I'm angry, reel <laughs> right.
2: I'm, I'm not i'm not the pretty one you know
0: Stop it, stop it Bro, Joey,
2: Joey, I'll be sure, bro I can't compete with that
0: This guy roasting (laughs) me right now I
2: gotta put you, I gotta put you out, man This man, this man in the mirror brushing his teeth Still getting women You (laughs) brushing your teeth (laughs) getting women, bro Uh, How can I (laughs)
1: Like a makeup video
0: I am not never, getting I'm women. Never seen this I am before. no. I am not getting women. Do not put that out there like that. Your boy, <laughs> your boy, your boy doesn't get women. Plural. He just, they're just, they're just Plural. Like they just like. Right.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's
1: good I can't.
2: Everybody knows I can't, what? I can't brush
0: my teeth and people watch.
2: Stunt man! Oh, what a nice that stunt and I like that.
0: I'm a stunt man.
2: <laughs> I like that. That's genius. A stunt man.
0: Whoa! I'll accept that. I like that title. I could I can. Uh, yeah, I can go with right that. Here. Joey Dula, the stunt man. I could do that. <laughs> the stunt. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm right with that. Okay.
2: So this, song, this daylight savings album or the band Surprise Chef. If you had to compare it to another band that people might know. Um, what would you try to kind of relate it to? I know, I know you mentioned Alphamist.
0: Yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't compare, I wouldn't compare them to Alphamist. I mean, you listen to it and you tell me, but I, I no, there's not one that comes to mind. Okay. And I appreciate you putting me on the spot there. That's awesome.
1: Uh... <laughs> Don't think of it like somebody that they sound like. Just think about it sound like somebody that. Uh, if you enjoy this, you'd also enjoy this. Right. I mean,
0: you catch the vibe, right? Um, yeah. Okay. okay um, if you like the instrumentation of Free Nationals, oh,
2: yes, wow! So, okay. Okay. then I
0: think you could get into this.
2: They've been doing work with um with your boy um Anderson
0: Pack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. They've been
2: doing a lot of work with him. Mm-hmm.
0: To every listener of this podcast, when Izzy makes a musical recommendation. Get on it, homie. Listen. Listen Listen. to that album. He has never steered me wrong. He has never steered me wrong on the music. I'm telling you right now, the dude knows what he's talking about. Now me, now me, on the other hand. Ah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Listen, look, hey, Meek Mills. He did bring up Meek Mills. I did.
0: (laughs) what you said about the Sue George?
2: Oh, um, amazing. Amazing artist. I don't want to screw up the name, but I know it translates to music. For barbecues, yeah, yeah, man, my, yeah, we reviewed that. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's a great. just love it. Yep. Yeah, bro, we just we ride we ride around through the mountains all day with the windows down, blasting mm-hmm. that.
0: What is it? M- musica para terrascos, Tur- yeah, yeah, tra- mm-hmm. That's a good one. There's a part it's so, two of that. So two. amazing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw That's that. That's good stuff. Flux.
1: You know, oh, talking about music.
0: <laughs> This smoke, just, this smoke just woke up from a nap. Tell me, you know philosophically
1: speaking you know if you ask me about music, we ain't gonna be talking about something current Izzy, you 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 let us know what is out now to listen to. I'll check that out.
0: Do we have a review from I'll tell you what flux
1: I saw this thing on um Netflix recently, mm-hmm. you know it's really interesting and it shows. Whole other perspectives of some of the things that we're dealing with, even right here in this country, when we think about the levels of capitalism and whatnot, and and just the oppressive systems in place. But have you seen Squid Game? Has I anybody in this group, Squids, Squid Game?
0: I have seen Squid Game. I
1: love that
2: you. <clears throat> before before we dive in, I just want to say I absolutely love that you framed it under the context of capitalism mm-hmm. because most media reviews they leave out that word they leave out that theme of course that this is commentary on capitalism of course i didn't so, even yeah.
1: i didn't even realize that that was happening i just thought how it was how could you really leave that obvious. out it is very it obvious was, uh, <laughs> that it was that it was a commentary on capitalism like blatant yeah. all it was or, or just
2: like um what it what's the, the the last oh man it was a great korean film it came out um about a year ago oh oh was, i know what you're talking about the, uh,
0: okay here we go Parasite. Yes, yes. Parasite. Parasite. I haven't seen it. Parasite. I haven't seen it.
2: Oh wow. Don't ruin okay, it. I I'm haven't fine. seen it. No dude, yet.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it yet.
2: Oh yeah, we should probably put a spoiler alert for those. Everybody sees Squid Games by this point,
0: right? I mean if they hey, haven't, well, it, it's I mean, kinda I... your fault. No, I'll put it up yeah, on the, I mean, on I mean, the pod not, notes. <laughs> I'll put it on the podcast. Can I
1: say this? Can I say this? Let's, let's sure. not spoil the main thing that you learn at the end of the series.
0: Okay. Okay, that's fair. Let's
1: not spoil that thing. You know what I mean? But That's other fair. than that, we could talk about the fact that they played games and that their lives were at stake. I mean, you don't have to see the entire show to – you can watch the first two episodes and really and really have an understanding of what they're trying to, like, help you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't. I thought it was pretty obvious that they were critical of the, the – I mean, I don't even want to say ca- – I want to say capitalism because there's some clear I, – I, I feel like most capitalists – will. Why I feel like it's capitalism is because I live in a capitalist society, and in my capitalist society, it seems like capitalists across the board seem to think that capitalism is above repute, above, above, uh, you know, reproach. Like reproach mm-hmm. yes above reproach which...
0: this series in particular was was a, was a little difficult for me to watch you know how I feel about gratuitous violence oh, yeah you
1: don't like the I don't the violence
0: I really don't um, it's yeah I'm, I guess I'm kind of sensitive to that, that kind of thing but the storyline was so intriguing I, I soldiered through and one episode that I thought was particularly sad was the episode with the marble game
2: yeah yeah
0: Man. oh
1: my gosh Okay, I don't yeah. I can't even speak on that episode because that I uh, me hard, I had such bro. strong feelings <clears throat> and then when I saw the end of the show that's all I'm going to say that's all I'm going to say I, um, yeah. I, I think I, I like, think that the, oh.
2: <laughs> I think I think that the story of the marble is kind of like a parable of capitalism in and of itself yeah. and that this is a dog-eat-dog dog world yeah. you will you will be betrayed this you can't make it out with everybody you can't make it out alive with everybody
0: right
1: i think building upon that the story of the marbles and this is true story of the squid games in general is that there's this kind of implication that i can be inhumane that's okay i just can't break the rules
2: yeah, exactly. Oh boy, you know you said something damn, bro. Say it again. That is absolutely Say true. <laughs> Say
1: it again. I think that the biggest parallel between Squid Game and capitalism is this ethos that says I can be inhumane, I just can't break the rules. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't,
2: know? mm-hmm. you, you have to be legal, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be and, moral. And also, there's
1: this mm-hmm. There's this statement that like we're not just talking about judgment. If you break the rules, your life is at stake. Whereas, if you're inhumane,
0: eh. but Squid Game, the all-Asian cast, the premise of the show—well, you hit him with the premise, Raph. Let's let's talk about the show. Let's, let's...
1: Essentially, these characters, these individuals, are down on their luck. They're in debt. Again, capitalism. Mm-hmm. They're in debt to debtors, criminal debtors, usually criminal debtors that are um unjust and corrupt in their methods. Like, huh? What is that? Oh, what governments? Yeah. So, um, so,
3: they're, so they're very corrupt, and
1: they're, uh, they're, their debtors are very corrupt, they're, they're inhumane people. Then we have a situation where there's a network, a network of individuals who are working together to bring these slaves to debt, if you will, into a place of desperation where they might be able to come out and make a lot of money, but they'll probably die. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll make this comparison just as a media uh, fan. It's, it's somewhere between Saw and Escape mm-hmm. Room. Yeah. If you've ever seen Escape Room, it's very lighthearted. But again, people die, they're put in a game where they might die, and their life is on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, Escape Room is a lot more CG, Saw is a lot more gruesome and brutal. Squid Game is a little bit in between.
0: The concept mm-hmm. of the actual game in Squid Game. Was that there would be one person on top that would win all of this money and everybody else. Yeah. You know,
2: yeah. And I, I love the idea of if one person dies, you get their money. Yeah. So you directly profit from mm-hmm. the death of all these mm-hmm. people you have to look in the face, you know. Oh yeah. so, wow. What would
0: you what would you rate it?
2: I would give it a ten out of ten. Yeah. I, I had no problems with it. Everything was so on point. All of the character development was wonderful and profound, yeah, especially I so. the ending. Um, I, I felt personally, because you know, I'm a big anime head, mm-hmm. it really just hit like a live action anime.
0: Yeah, it did, didn't it? it and, did. That,
2: and, that's, and that's sick. That's what I want. Yeah. You know, that's, okay. that's That's dope.
1: I, I want to say this, that we were talking before about the parallels between the message and capitalism. Now you're asking me to rate it. I feel like I got to go and put them on viewer cap. You know, my viewer cap is different than my critic cap. You know, my critic cap okay. is like, Oh okay. you know, we'll uh, say if it's accurate or not or whatever. <laughs> no. My viewer cap says, How did I enjoy this show? And yeah. I gotta tell you I give it a ten out of ten. It was it was very interesting, very fascinating. It pulled you in. It introduced you to a handful of characters. I wanna I wanna acknowledge that. There's a great yeah. handful of very interesting characters that you immediately find interest in and get involved and invested in. Right. There's so much going on in the plot and the story that that it's, I don't want to say it's hard to keep up with, because it's not really hard to keep up with as much as it's, it's, it's when there paced. are plot twists, and I don't want to spoil too much about it, but when there are twists and turns in the plot, I feel like there's enough going on in the story that you're invested in something else that stops you from seeing the, the plot twist coming. I yeah. felt like it surprised me. By the time I got to the end of the show, I was very surprised and I thought, you know, why didn't I see some more of this coming along the way? I could I could have not right. see this coming. <laughs> mm. But but it surprised me and it surprised me because I, I looked back and I watched uh, I watched certain moments, I thought about certain moments and it was so well written that when it could have been obvious it was distracting me with some other very important plot device.
0: I knew. Yeah when yeah. they came in and you they know? were asking yeah, when they were saying that, that one name that I'm not gonna we're not gonna go into because we don't wanna spoil the whole right. thing. When they were saying that one name, I knew exactly who it was.
1: At what point? So, so you talking about?
0: It what? might have been episode four or something when the you know okay. they had the masked man okay. and he so came I, in and said, "Where is coming. who is so, you know this person?" You know, I knew. I was like, "Oh, yeah. that's who it is." Okay. I guarantee you, that's yeah. who it is.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's how I saw it towards the end. I was like, "Oh, wait!" And I yelled yeah. out, you know, from my wife. And she was like, "No, no, nah, you got to be bullshit. No
1: way." Mm-hmm. I was yeah. so blown away because after I finished watching it, I went and I watched that heavy spoilers like I mentioned last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a heavy spoiler breakdown of the uh, okay. uh, of the whole series okay. of Squid Game. Okay. And I watched it, and I'm like, man, they pointed out so many things I didn't notice that mm. I should have. They should have yeah. been obvious to me.
0: <laughs> so I got, I got one recommendation if you haven't seen Squid Game is to, of course, put the audio on English. I mean, unless you speak Korean, then don't, right? And also put on the English subtitles and notice the difference in the language and what you're reading and what they're saying right mm-hmm. it's very fascinating like how they'll say one thing and then the subtitle yeah, on I the bottom sh- will say something else but they're actually saying the same thing it's just a different way of saying it you know
2: yeah i've it's i've like heard a school. lot of people um get annoyed at that and and that's one you oh know, i like it complaint that people have i'm like just watching just watch your career just watching but like like i said i, I watch a lot of anime half. so I'm yeah distressed. you
1: watch a lot of anime i watched the first half of it in Korean. I didn't realize it was American uh, English subtitles. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to have it in Korean with English subtitles. And then my girl was like, Oh, yeah, my mom said, you Yeah, know, the dub just, over. Just turn on the, mm-hmm. the dub. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, shoot. And then we turned on the dub, but it still had the subtitles. And I immediately was like, Oh, man, this is not matching up. I got to take this. Right. Out. Oh, I, no, I liked it. it. I, this. I, I appreciate <laughs> this that. Is, this is fucking with my brain.
2: I, li-
0: I like it because it shows you what the direct translation is from the Korean. And then, yeah. you know, the, then how you would actually say that in English. Because, you know, there's different.
1: But that's true gonna for regular
0: say subtitles too. Did you say you listen to Lou Ferrigno with subtitles? <laughs> Is that I what was you said?
1: saying? I was listening to The Rock doing his rap on the Tech Nine album. And that's you know what I'm oh, saying? I was like Do what? Some have you not heard this? The Rock Ryan Johnson spitting, bro. on the Tech Nine He album. got bars?
2: Dwayne oh Johnson been spitting, bro. Those the Rock got Tech bars. I gotta hear this. bars
1: he's got?
0: I gotta hear this.
2: So, all right, so he's he's, he's having fun, man. He's oh, okay, fun. Yeah, so he yeah, don't I, have I, bars. I thought. I, thought,
1: I thought Tech Nine, like like everybody was criticizing mm. Tech Nine, saying, "Oh, I can't believe Tech Nine chose to do this." Clearly, you he goes broke this. Me. But like, no, it's true.
3: The Rock <laughs> got uh, bars like, for real. The Rock got bars for real.
1: Huh? Well, I don't. I mean, depends on what you mean by does he got bars. Like, can he spit bars that somebody else wrote for him? Sure. Oh, is that you
0: know okay? What I mean? That's what you think is happening. And what's the name of the song?
1: Uh, I don't know. You know, Izzy? As oh, I mean, soon. No, I, I,
0: The Rock Tech Nine. As soon as you I know, get off the phone, I, I swear hear, I'm listening to this.
2: I didn't hear the one with Tech Nine. I heard something else. He, it was just him. It was just him spitting. Duane Maybe.
1: Maybe. Who's maybe him? it was just I'm um, getting caught up in the comments. Face section, off. Because they were saying that he's called Face Tech Off. Nine. And I'm listening to it. It sounds like a Tech Nine song, so I assume it was something uh, Tech Nine did. Okay. And then right, other people see. talk about Tech Nine, so I thought I was under the impression that Tech Nine. And I just mean no research, zero research. This is me pulling this out of my ass. Uh, is that uh, <laughs> I was under the impression that the that that Tech Nine had hired the rock to vocal performance. Of this rapper somehow, you know what I
0: mean? You know yeah. what? I just look. I just found this on Wikipedia. Actually, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the ghostwriter for Tech Nine.
1: <laughs> this whole time, this whole
0: time, <laughs> he's been writing his raps
1: for years.
4: <laughs> I'm a
0: player.
1: I'm a player.
0: <laughs> now I do have some uh, listener comments that I want to go over. Um, oh, I want to the
1: listener.
0: give a little shout out to some of my people here. One listener, very good friend of mine, Greg N., I'm not going to say last names on here. He says, the audio is great on the third try, and I love the content. That's good. Big shout out to Greg. Big shout out to Greg. Ben C. gave us a suggestion for the hot take topic, and that's self-checkout at the grocery store
2: oh okay
0: and how oh, we seem I to like be this one mm-hmm, i like we, this one i, think I can we should talk do it. about this one <laughs> i think we should do it and how we automate away human interaction so i think that might be that might be something good to, to go over he said that he really appreciated the uh, the interview so i mean maybe we'll look into okay, doing nice. some more interviews soon jaffa g said he listened to all of episode one and half of episode two is about a week ago he said he's gonna finish the rest today. And he loves the fact that you bleeped out that motherfucker's name, Cheeto <laughs> Vader, the Amigo Hater. You know, I didn't, I, didn't,
1: I didn't wrap my head around that until I heard it. When I heard it, I was like, yes, yeah. I understand what you're doing now. You know?
0: And big big shout out to Chris R. Uh, again, no last names, right? Chris R. has been hitting my DMs on Instagram and giving me, like, play-by-play play what he feels about every topic that we touch. Nice. okay. Yeah. Yes, as as well as jan d she also is kidding me
1: we don't even know yeah help keep it moving
0: yeah we're doing we're doing good guys we're doing
2: good yeah colin w okay he's uh he's he says he is an avid flux fan
3: he loves roman (laughs) flux
2: he wanted no really he he says uh any kind any kind of merch that comes out with roman flux name on it he has to have it there we go
0: there we go. Bird. Well, we got to make it now. Bird.
2: Yes. He not said. He, said, he not said, not. said. Any any depth perspective merch you getting? But specifically, he need he need the hoodie with flux on it.
0: Okay.
1: All right. I need okay. I need the hoodie with flux on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cool, well, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a hoodie and just say this is the flux hoodie. Flux. Hoodie. Oh yeah, that's hard. The flux hoodie.
0: All right, guys. That's all we got this week. Thank you so much for listening to episode four. (laughs) We love you guys. We'll be back next week, dropping on Thursday. Check the socials. Check the Twitter. Check the Insta. You know, you get the the deets.
1: Yo, plug in. Tune in. Do it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Do it. Do it. Comment. Hit the DMs. Y'all let us know what you think. Love you, Flux. Love you, you. Izzy. Love Love you, boys,
1: man. man. Joey. I love
0: you, bro. Love you back, bro. I love
1: my best friends, yo.
0: Right on. We'll talk next week. Peace, All right, peace. Peace, brothers. Now, now, given I've only I've only thrown up maybe twice from drinking in my whole life. What? Yeah, yeah. I got it. I think it's a it's a bit of it's a bit of willpower, like mind over matter kind of thing for me like when I feel, I feel like like, like part the
2: Irish though nigga that don't count <laughs> <laughs> that don't fucking count that's not no mind over man that's genetics
3: nigga <laughs> <laughs>